afternoon and good evening. You haven't woken up. Wherever you are, you're still actually asleep. You're probably peeing your pants right now. And everyone's watching. This isn't real. Nothing is real. And during this existential crisis that you're having right now, you're stuck listening to our podcast. Welcome to Keep It 100 with Dakota and Chorsey. Thought you were going to say, welcome to hell. No. <laughs> 100% was like, welcome to hell. It's like, yeah, sounds about accurate. Hell would be a release from what's going to happen to <laughs> And actually relates to what we're going to Oh, about. yeah. <laughs> that was a good tie That was a good tie Yeah, I did think about that. Yeah, so um, <laughs> we're going to be talking about the big man upstairs. We're ranking all the religions. <laughs> no, we are not. We're not doing this. <laughs> we could. We could. I don't know. I... Honestly, if I did, I'd just go based off of the name. Like, uh, I like the way this sounds. Uh, zero Astronism. I probably said that wrong. It's pretty low on my list. What? It's pretty cool. Uh, astronism sounds so much like cubism or a lot of sexism. It's a monotheistic pre Islamic religion of ancient Persia. It sounds very um, mouthy. A lot of, lot of mouth there. Doesn't have a good mouth, mouth feel to it. Yeah. I don't have a good mouth feel? No. Alright. How do you feel about uh Mormonism? Uh I prefer the term Mormon. I don't like Mormonism. Like if I were, which I'm not <laughs> I don't know, I said it like I was offended. <laughs> <laughs> You should, if someone calls you offended, you should be, if somebody calls you Mormon, you should be offended. Um, I would say, like, I am, I, I am not in the faith of Mormonism. I am a Mormon. Well, it, I, how would you call, how would you say it? It's, like, it's Christianity. Like, you're a Christian, you're not a Christianity. So, yes, I get what you're saying. But it's like, it's not Mormonanity. <laughs> I am a follower of Mormon beliefs. Sounds worse. Of Mormon faith. I don't like Mormonism. That just sounds like... That's what it is. That's how it works. Mormonism? Really? Yeah. This is stupid. So is Mormonism. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. We... I was born to the church, I can say that. And then I left it for a reason. You Did you not know this? No! I feel like I've said this. Not I'm not specifically Mormon. I've definitely said this. No. Really? Is this happening on the on the podcast? I will replay every episode. No, bro. I did not know it was Mormonism. No. No, not like no, I knew I had to mention it on the podcast, but like Just in life? No. I've had to have no, that's crazy. Yes. Uh so I was baptized Mormon when I was eight. Um and before that, and after, ah, the whole time I went to the Mormon church, I knew it was like, mm, this is like weird. This is sus. There's some things that don't make sense here. Um, and I'm clearly no longer Mormon uh, because I drink into other things and have tattoos and don't date white blonde women. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> it's your eyes that got me. Um, <laughs> you know, like... I'll say this. 
So it's something that I was taught, and this is one of the reasons like when I was a kid, I was like, hmm, that doesn't really make sense to me based off what I know from mm, science and history. Uh, so the Book of Mormon is essentially... The Book of Mormon like takes place at the same time as like... Um, the Old and New Testaments. Okay. Right? So it tells a story about, like, religion in um, America. Uh, primarily, like, essentially Christianity in America. And that, um, can't remember the names, it's been so long, happened in the church of forever. But that someone, like, sailed from Jerusalem uh, to the Americas back in ancient BCs. Um, would have been impossible to tell technology of the day but whatever right move on well maybe not necessarily because Polynesians could have done it but that's not I don't know enough about Polynesian culture to know when they made a lot of their island voyages but I digress Um, someone from Judea wouldn't have had the technology to go deep ocean um, exploring anyway so the book more like talks about like how it's the people became to populate the Americas. It's not from the land bridge. It's because of people from Judea uh, sailing, like one family sailing and then dispersing like that. Already issues. This is what I was taught, by the way. So this is this is me drunk history teaching how I was taught Mormonism. So if a Mormon is listening to this and saying this is not what the Book of Mormon says then you need to go look at your teachers because this is what I was taught. <laughs> so it's not a reflection of me understanding it. It's a reflection of the people that you put in positions of authority to teach people your religion. Um, and then, and also it's backed up because I had like a picture book that would like help explain a piece of the scripture to like kids. Same. So what I'm about to say next was also in that picture book and explained to me. So the reason... Um, so that's how like people begin to populate the Americas, right? And important notice, this family was white and blonde-haired, as everyone that is holy looks like. You know how it is. You know how yeah. in the BCs and the Mediterranean they're white and blonde. I will give some credit because it was, again, I'm not quite sure when this family left in terms of history, but with Roman imperialism, imperialism, imperialism. It's possible that these people were more pale than what we see in modern times in the Middle East Mediterranean area. They wouldn't have been blonde-haired, but we're going to move on. <laughs> so, as this family's descendants move on, like the Nephites and Lamanites and Lebanites, whatever, as this family's uh, genealogy progresses, there's interfighting, as you always hear in the Bible, Nephites versus like the Lamanites or something. Generations and generations happen. There's like one big final fight. I can't remember which family was which. But the evil family won. Right? The the descendants of like the evil brother, whatever, won. Um, and wiped out all the de- descendants of like the good family. That was like holy and spiritual, more focused on God. Like so the evil family is more focused on like more physical things and like care- taking care of themselves and you know not didn't trust in God with their lives. They won and wiped out all like the good family people. But because they were so full of sin, their features started to change and their skin darkened. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Sorry. 
Oh, that's the reveal. And I was like, ten. I was like, oh, really? yeah. So that was the reveal. So it was a long story, but that was the reveal. And that's and this is like essentially how I was taught that. The same way. The same way I was explaining the story, kind of very boring, like giving like insight about things. And then that happened. I was like, oh, wait, how did we get here? How did we get here? Oh, my God. Because they were so full of sin, their skin darkened. Oh, that. Dakota, you've said some wild shit to me. I think that's the wildest thing I've ever heard you say. I would like to point out that is not my opinion. (laughs) I do not believe that. Oh, man, that's a concern I was not prepared for. I mean, being very clueless about this faith, they truly was like, mm, the blacks. <laughs> them blacks be bad. They, they're into the Native Americans, and I wonder, I would not be surprised if this was, so one, I'm going to say this to trigger some people, they probably aren't listening anyway. It's a made-up religion. Um... <sighs> That Mormonism definitely made up. And I would not be surprised if this specific part of the scripture was made up as propaganda to be anti-Native American because of how um, Mormons were prosecuted a lot when they were um, first kind of like spanned. They were like really driven out of the East. uh, So Joe Smith is from upstate New York driven out of there they're driven in Missouri I think Joe Smith was like killed in Missouri um, and they they went west so some of the first like pine that's not true a lot of like old pioneers were Mormon because they were being driven west because people we were like yo y'all are weird we don't want to be around you stop marrying 14 year olds Joseph this is where we're going to shoot up you and some of your brothers in this house I don't think they were brothers but Joseph Smith was murked in a house um, <laughs> I'm sorry he was what? murked Oh my god! <laughs> Just the way you um, casually said that it was like, I don't. Oh boy, man, I didn't know him. Uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, so they they move west. So I would not be surprised of this if this racist scripture wasn't added to make the believers feel that Native Americans were lesser than because they're moving into you know the Colorado territory in Utah where Salt Lake is, where is the you know the mecca of Mormonism, right? Salt Lake City is where is Mormonville, USA. Which is which as we know from the eighteen hundreds was you know, the West was where Native Americans were. Because they were all driven west. So that's like, you know, plains um and mountain Indians. So I wouldn't be surprised if that scripture wasn't added to be anti Native American propaganda. It's a it's a racist religion, so it's very American. It makes sense why it was made in America. Let's be real. Yeah. Wild. Is it crazy? Also, Mormons used to kill pioneers too, like white pioneers. Like they would like straight up like shoot like and kill people. It's crazy. That's like historical facts. I, I don't know. Anything from that long ago could have been made up. But like <laughs> there's a lot of evidence that shows that like they're wild. Joseph Smith married a 14-year-old. I think people, girls are younger than that, too. It's wild. So, in the order of religions, dead last, Mormonism. 
the religion I was baptized in. Okay, I guess that's fair. Moving on. What's number 19? I don't know. I don't know you think 20, 20 religions. Religion? No, bro. I, I don't even... There's probably more than 20 religions, but I don't know 20 religions. But wherever we're ranking at, that's last. Okay, here. I'm, Are we ranking them? I'm going to pull up... Fuck it, let's do it. I'm going to pull up a list of the top 20 celebrated religions. Oh, do we have to do... Tw- can we do like 10? You said 20. Five. We're doing 20. Oh, I'm changing it. Mormonism is 10. <laughs> celebrated religions. And then we're going to rank them. All right. Based off what we know about them. <laughs> Which is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, what I do know of them makes them lower. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, very fair, actually. Okay. So, um, one, two, three, four, five, six. Well, that only has seven slices of the pie. Do seven. I like seven. Okay. So, here round are number. our choices. There's Christianity, Boo. Islam, nice. Hinduism, sweet. Buddhism, yeah. Folk religions, Judaism, Sikhism, other religions, <laughs> and no religion. <laughs> okay, so folk religions. Can we explore that? What is that? Is that uh, so in religious studies and folkloristics, a uh, folk religion, popular religion, or vernacular religion uh, comprises various forms of expressions of religion that are distinct from the official doctrines and practices of organized religions. Uh, the practice definition folk religion varies among scholars. But sometimes it's also termed to be popular belief, and it consists of ethnic or regional religions, customs under the umbrella of a religion, but outside oh. of official doctrine and practices. Gotcha, gotcha. So folk, uh, folk religion doesn't really count, because it's like, oh, I'm a Christian, but I'm like this area of Ohio Christian where we believe that, like, this corn stock was touched by Jesus. Here we go. Folk religion. Oh, no, that's, fu- that's fucking holidays. Okay. I need top 20 religions. Jesus, so many. Oh, it gave it to me. Nice. Because there's got to be something about, like, um, old indigenous religions. Okay. Like, spiritualism. Here we go. So, I'm about to fuck up these names. You got agnostic atheism. That means you don't believe it, yeah. Tenderico. Tenderico? Tenderico. T-E-N-R-I-K-Y-O. Where's that from? Seems Asian-y. I don't think it's Asian. But continue. Chinese folk religion. Traditional African religions. Cicadaism? So... <laughs> so, so, no, it's like Saudaism, Chowdaism. It's like a pyramid with an eye in it. Illuminati. I guess. That's. That, I mean, that's. I don't know if you can see it, but that's what it looks like. Oh shit! Yeah. Weird. Um. Tao Taoism. Taoism, probably. Shinto. Jainism. Which just sounds like 
giant, like big people. Zoroastrianism. That's what I mentioned earlier. Yeah, Zoroastrianism. Baha Blast. <laughs> That's not real. <laughs> that was a good one. That'd be mine. It says ba- Baha'i Faith. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Just, you know. Sikhism, Judaism, Islam, Buddhism, Hinduism, Christianity. All right. So I want to start. The religion that I wish I knew more about, and also in terms of spiritualism, is how um, I think it would be like a lot of indigenous populations around the world have similar religions. I think like Native Americans and a lot of like um, African tribes and um, Aboriginal Australian mm-hmm. tribes have like similar religions in terms of the spiritualism of like getting back to the earth like like oh you know this whole like and even also like um celtic religions um and like you know in the british isles in northern europe it's very much like based around um the earth as a living being and if there's gods or spirits it's about like serving the earth versus some like higher being and like heavens i think that's always interested me um and of like how their uh spirituality ties back into like it's almost like pure empathy in terms of um they walk the walk a little bit more of like i'm not going to take more based off what i know of course i have flawed knowledge because one I did not study that spirituality or that religion and it's all like history and like reading about it but it's like not taking more than what you need um you know and letting the earth be the earth mm-hmm. and like I which also kind of goes into like war history a little bit into like westernism white westernism and like the rest of the world um it's very interesting about how it's very much of like homeostasis of keeping the world as it is as a living being versus a lot of like western religions I was like this is the way things are and I'm here to conquer think of like uh, religious colonization like you know missionary work is a form of colonization and like to like oh this is the one true like the idea is like I think the term this is the one true god is always like offset me a little bit it's like okay well it's the one true god why isn't everyone believing it then yeah i'm not trying to knock anybody's faith like i understand i think faith is really important to a lot of people and i understand why people appeal to faith but because i had a bad relationship with the church because of the church i grew up with i was like oh this is a lot of nonsense (laughs) this is bullshit and because the Mormon church painted themselves under the umbrella of Christianity, even though a lot of Christians don't accept Mormonism, it put me in a foul light of Christianity as well. I'm like, well, they say they're like you, so I'm guessing you were like them. And I know this dude's batshit crazy. So if he says he's with you, and I don't fucking like that guy, then I'm sorry, I'm not only really going to listen to what you got to say. Because even if you say, like, oh, I'm not like him, I'm just saying these things. I'm like, okay, well, what you said is pretty similar to what he said. So I'm going to back off here. 
Whereas these people are talking about empathy and then you killed them. So, so I think, um, which is also true. Like, let's be real. Find me a time where, uh, the whole America was formed on religious, uh, freedom and then tried to assimilate, uh, indigenous populations. If they didn't, they just killed them. And sometimes they even try to assimilate them, just killed them. Um, so I think I've, when I look at religions, um, I am more strongly connected to religions that uh, lead with empathy and actually walk the walk. Because Christians um, say they lead with empathy. But uh, a lot of Christians also... Let me back up. White Christians say they lead with empathy. But a lot of white Christians also voted for Trump and also supported segregation, things like that. And also lean more right wing. And those don't go together at all. So it's like those ties like that. It's like you say, you say you believe these things and you don't do those things. Yeah. So like based off your description of Jesus, God, like I know he wouldn't hang out with you guys. You're like, you're being hypocritical within yourselves based off what you describe. This is to, is how it is and what you do and how you live your life. There's a huge disconnect there between like your more conservative white Christians and how they preach about Jesus. Um, especially considering that, um, the translation of the Bible that talked about homophobic, um, uh, not homophobia, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that homosexuality was a sin. Wasn't a translation until the 1800s. And it originally was supposed to be about, like, young men, as in, like, boys, as in children. Mm-hmm. Originally, it was about pedophilia. It wasn't until the 1800s translation that it became about homosexuality. So there's deep flaws. And so when if you have a whole book that's written about the ruling class and then dictates how things should be run, there's going to be distinct errors in that book versus... And not first, but I'm gonna go back to the past thought. And considering like how like I don't think about the Crusades and huge wars that have been waged in the face of God um, across religions, but really like huge clashes with um, Christianity against Judaism and Christianity against Islam. Um, and I don't know enough about Islam or Judaism or other religions because Christianity is such a America-dominated religion, um, and Christianity is such a Western culture-dominated religion. I should know more about it um, and know more of their faults. So if someone's like, oh, why don't you guys talk about Islam or this? Like, I don't know enough about it. I know enough that you're shitty. I know who you are as a person, that you're not a good person. I also don't give a shit about you as well. <laughs> and God. Jesus wouldn't be your friend. And if Jesus was here, you don't, you wouldn't even like him. So <laughs> go suck a dick. Um, <laughs> that's what I feel Do about. you think Jesus would support sucking dick? I think he'd say conservatives. Uh, I think he <laughs> would... <laughs> I I think he would mind his own business about it. Like I I'm always curious about like the things that people say would concern Jesus. Like I I imagine him being like a president, right? So he is someone who I mean, he's like the president of like all of everything, right? So he has this long long everlasting docket of things that he is supposed to take care of and needs to get done. 
And I'm sure he has created like this hierarchy of like issues that should be addressed quickly and things that he feels like the human race can kind of peter out, you know, and figure out for themselves or fuck up for themselves. Because um, I, I, I personally believe he allows us to make mistakes. He ain't, he's not going to fix it all. Like, I, I believe the earth is crumbling because we as a human race have destroyed the earth. It, it is not a punishment, but it is because we have free will that our earth is crumbling. And he's not going to save this earth because we don't deserve that. Anyway. Um, like, do does he actually care about, like, foul language or cussing? I think the only time is Jesus cares about sucking dick is if, when he's like, I want somebody to suck mine. Okay. I didn't get hit by lightning, which means we're good. And also, but then who? On that, who gets who gets the right? Like, could you imagine walking? Around? But also, I gotta say this. So basically, what I know about about because there's a whole, there's the the Holy Trinity, right? Oh, Shad, Rock, Shack, and a Billy Goat. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but like the description, I'm like when you said Jesus as the as when you said Jesus as the president, like based off how people describe Jesus, he was a man of the people. Right, so I don't think he'd ever like be present, put in that limelight. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna go sit in this fucking town square, and just like talk to people, and then like I'm gonna say these things like, hey, like, why you should fucking asshole this person? Like he's like honestly the great mediator of anything. He's like he very much led with empathy of like, hey, you have to understand like this this person's struggling. Like, why would you increase tax and interest rate on somebody who obviously can't afford to pay you and shit like that? Like. You're, you're, if you keep asking them for more money, they're never going to be able to pay you back. And it doesn't serve you any better. You can't keep punishing somebody for something they just physically can't do. Give them a fucking second gun on their feet, you piece of shit. Those are actually words from the Bible. Um, so I don't... But you also say, like, hey, like, you have a responsibility. You ask this money. Like, you have to pay it back when you're ready. And I think, like, he'll... Basically, I understand, again, from my deeply flawed knowledge of the Bible, it's always come from a position of, like, understanding of, like, Leading with empathy, like, you have to relate to people are going through. Like, interest rates are, like, fucked up. But also pay back what you owe, right? Like, you can't just take advantage. It's always about, like, you can't take advantage of somebody from, like, either side. It's what I understand. Um, and, like, when I tried to read the Bible, like, once. And then I got, I got to, like, Exodus. And I was like, is it in the generational lines? And I was like, yeah, this is fucking stupid. I don't give a shit about any of these people. I was like, I can't remember the people of my na- uh, I can't remember the names of people in my personal life who I've met and talked to. I'm not going to give a shit about people that could possibly be made up names. <laughs> like, they're not even cool names. Like It's just boring. But, I've tried boring. so many times to read it, and I get a page in, honestly. The Bible is boring. Like, the only... I had a kid's Bible, so I had... I had a kid's Bible that I still have. I got in 2004 from my grandmother. It's blue with a red cross leather bound gorgeous thing I still have it and that's supposed to be, it's supposed to be the kids friendly version and then when I was really young I had a music sing along kids book bible that was like 30 pages with all the colorful pictures Dude. and had two CDs of music I I just I I couldn't I guess it was weird to me 
maybe I recognized it as a kid, maybe I didn't, but it, it always felt weird for me to be like, hey, here's more information about this one specific way to believe. Because I was always such a, a curious kid, and like my brain always goes to like, but what are the other possibilities? What are the other avenues? And I feel like I recognized that and was like, but like, isn't there more to this? Like, this isn't the only answer. Like, I, I'm very much of a person who doesn't like someone to be like, this is the way to believe. Well, it's not. So don't don't mm-hmm. lie to me, right? I, I know there's others. Um, like, I remember completing a project in sixth grade in Mrs. Little class. Miss Little's class. And um, it was about, like, we had to do, like, this general information about, like, the major religions, right? Just across the board. And, like, I remember thinking, like, this is the first time in my life, like, someone's ever really made an effort to be like, yeah, all of these religions deserve equal attention. In a way that wasn't like, you should still lean Christianity. It was just like, here are the facts. What do you want to believe in? If you choose any of these, that doesn't happen. And I feel like the conversation when it comes to religion in general is never about understanding of respecting others' faiths. It's always, I need to save you because you don't believe in my faith, which is basically a superiority complex of like, Mm -hmm. I know mine is better than yours. And because you don't believe in what I believe, I know you're going to hell. So now I have to save you, right? It's basically, you feel like you now have the right to insert yourself in other people's lives off of a belief that you have, disguising it as some basically playing off of people's fears of the unknown because none of us actually knows when we die that's the 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 truth and the reality of it none of us have a hundred percent sure for a fact know what happens when we die so we are playing off of people's fears of what happens in order to change who they are at their core and change their actions while they're still on this earth and it's Mm -hmm. fucked up it's so beyond fucked up. And the worst part about it, I don't believe whatever happens when we die. I don't believe whatever higher being would support any of these religions that would do something like that because it's so royally fucked up. Like, if your moral code as a religion is, I need to change everyone's viewpoint, I feel like your religion is already lost its footing it's already lost its grounding because you're you don't care about trying to help someone else you only care about you making sure that they believe in what you believe in you're not respecting other people you're trying to brainwash them and you're playing off of this very strong and smart psychological warfare about a topic that none of us know about and because we don't know about it we're going to use it against you it is it is so unbelievably like it doesn't matter what religion I just find it so fucked up that if you are the type of person who's like oh well you're wrong you need to believe in this if your religion practices trying to convert other people how do you know you're wrong? How, how do you know I'm wrong? I remember I was in a Bible study with the football team in high school called Room 57. And what it was, it was supposed to be like a Bible study group 
with the football players where we would sit and evaluate and find evidence that would prove the Bible to be true. Oh, no. It was um, led by our one of our assistant coaches. Um, and it'd be like five to eight boys in a circle with this, with this Bible. And he'd go through and basically teach us like the physical evidence of how Jesus was real and like all the shit that happened. And I stopped going because I recognized through my AP U.S. history teacher that all the evidence he was presenting was all circumstantial and it wasn't actually evidence. He was just phrasing it in a way that made it seem like it was evidence and because the other boys, because of the power imbalance, no one wanted to call him out on it. Like, right? It's not just the power imbalance of like coach versus student or coach versus athlete. It's human versus God. What are you going to do? Say, oh, Jesus wasn't real. Oh, that's not real. You didn't actually prove that. Right? Like, it, it's it's so smart that it's fucked up. It's so incredibly intelligent for you to use this language and use this imagery in a way that can, that shapes so many people. I mean, it creates such strong feelings over something no one has any evidence on. And I, I wholeheartedly mean that. It does not matter what religion you believe in. None of us have any actual physical proof that God exists. You never got a text. You never got a call. You didn't Snapchat. You didn't FaceTime. You didn't Voxer him. You didn't kick him. You don't know. Okay? You are going off faith. And you are always more than welcome to have your faith. But at the end of the day, you cannot show me a Bible and be like, Jesus wrote it. Because he didn't. It was a human who wrote it, which means it's fucking flawed. You cannot say it's his word. Like, it is, ah. You got, you got like a letter, like, I mean, where's his body? Tell me, where is his body? Why can I not see the nigga? Where he be? Where he at? Where he at? And it's also like, if anything, like, it's, I'll give you like, okay, Jesus might have been like a real historical figure, which is like, also still debated because like, all right, yeah, we know like the Romans like near or whatever. So it might have been like writings and teachings of Jesus, but there's uh, direct evidence that like any of the miracles he said actually happened. And there's like also like theories that like, it could have been like essentially a old time motivational speaker. Let's be real. Like also... We're just kind of, we're just kind of saying shit, because nobody really knows. You can study as much as you want. There's no way to prove what happened happened because we weren't there. We didn't see him cure somebody of leprosy. We didn't see all these things. If actually turning water into wine, I believe that somebody got him killed because there's snitches everywhere in every generation. <laughs> Shout Judas, the first one. Um, that's where Cain was the first one. If we're going to Bible terms, Cain literally kills his own brother, and then said. I gotta give mad respect to Cain in terms of the Bible. He killed his brother. And then when God said, where's your brother? He's like, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? Like, <laughs> am I responsible for him? As if God, if God being omnipotent, didn't know that Cain <laughs> killed Abel. Like, that's, that's bold. If you want to be like anybody in the Bible, 
You should be like Kane. Oh my god. Alright, didn't get struck by lightning. We are good. Yes. <laughs> I gotta keep looking up when I see something like bad. I swear, there's gonna be a moment you say that and like your power's gonna go out and I'm gonna panic. No, I have the lamp on just in case that, cause like when you said we were gonna um, talk about religion, I was like, I'm gonna put my lamp on because if I say something crazy and the light in this closet goes off, I will cry. I will cry. <laughs> Um, oh, also, real quick, for Christians who have a problem with magic, how the fuck are you going to believe you turn <laughs> water into wine but not support magic? That, that's pure block magic right there. The fuck you mean? It's the same thing of like, this oh, nigga was oh my God. He went, ooh, wine. Oh, shit. I took, <laughs> I took this class. Um, oh, shit. It was like Christianity and religion in like mid-century Europe. I can't remember what the class was. It was actually a really enlightening class to talk about the relationship with Christianity and science. Mm-hmm. And like, um, you know how this one issues like, oh, like how the Catholic Church didn't like how Gal- Galileo and Copernicus were saying, oh, we live in a heliocentric um, solar system versus like a earth-centric, holy, like uh-huh. the earth of a sun, right? It's really interesting learning about like how um, Christianity like influenced early or yeah mid Middle Ages science. That's because religion was a ruling class. It was it's where the money was. So a lot of these scientists were religious because everyone was, or you'd be excommunicated because it was the thirteen fucking hundreds. But it's a really interesting class. Um, I'm actually like. Kind of the root of this is like, I liked what you were saying when you talk about the teacher who presented all these religions in a, as unbiased as you can be, because there's always going to be some sort of implicit bias in everything. Like, these are the different religions, pick one you want to study. Because, you know, in the US it's very Christian based. Mm-hmm. Or, um, if anything, very uh, Abrahamic religion based. So, whether that's, uh, Christianity, Judaism, or um, Islam. It's very based off a monotheistic God from these uh, descendants of Abraham. So whether they, they believe in like, the Old Testament, but what happens after that is up for debate. Um, and more wars have been waged in the names of that. And that's like the conquering religion. Just because it's the conquering religion that you guys are most accepting of killing other people doesn't make it the true religion again because we don't know mm-hmm. and that kind of goes like the history of warfare and like um the difference between like western cultures and eastern cultures because like if you um such a good class on like history of warfare and like the styles of it uh a lot of like um indigenous populations of places when they like fight people they'd kind of like they would fight, kill a few people, right? They might, like, maybe take a few slaves or stuff like that. But rarely did they ever fight with the full intent of wiping out the entire enemy. It wasn't the intention. It was the solve skirmishes, maybe fight for territory. The same way, like, animals do, right? Mm-hmm. When they would, like, fight, uh, like, a tiger will fight a tiger. Sometimes do they kill them? Yeah, they do. But sometimes the other tiger realizes, oh, I lost, and they retreat and they go somewhere else. They fight for territory. Rarely do they fight for the extinction of somebody else. Versus Western culture and these Abrahamic religions fight 
for the extinction of somebody else. Christianity and Western Europe and white people fight. When they fight wars, they fight for like, oh, I want the big overwhelming battle. I want the battle where we, we killed everybody. Where we nuke this city, right? Where we have this decisive victory versus indigenous populations like, oh, like, you know, little skirmishes here and there. I fight to expand my territory a little bit. Next generation, I fight to lose a little bit of territory. That's the way the world works. That's the way the homeostasis and everything works, right? You give little, you lose a little. Take a little, you know, stuff like that. Versus Western, white, and Christianity, they fight for like, I am going to win. I'm going to take over everything. I'm going to reap these resources. And that's when we have the industrial live. Like this, this need to win, this need to be the best. And that's why we have this ginormic, like, climate change. Like, we could achieve everything we achieve now with sustainable resources. The technology we have now, we can revert and we can fix it. But no, it's, it's the need to be ultra-rich, to, to be right, to be the best, and take over everything else. That we wiped away huge civilizations and all these things. Like, we can have the technology we have now and be able to revert back to pre-catastrophic, like, greenhouse gas levels. But we won't, because we promote this idea of, like, be the best you can be, no matter what happens to anybody else. And somehow, this, the ideas of empathy that was taught by Jesus, that these people take, has been, like, deformed and manipulated this idea of, like, you are right, let everyone know that you are right. It's uh, great. It is. It is truly fucked up. And don't get us wrong. This episode is not by any means to say, like, don't believe in religion. Oh, not at all. Rather, I would like to have an open and honest dialogue about being able to critique religion while still being... Because I still consider myself to be spiritual, faithful. Um, but also being able to healthily like critique and be like, there are some fucked up aspects of just the concept of religion. You know, because most of it stems from the fact of like, if I don't do good, then my afterlife is, you know, leads me down a pretty bad path. You know, that's it's it's so interesting to me that for some people, their moral compass is only based on what will get them in to have a better afterlife. Which means I only have to be just good enough in this life. Instead of just saying, I want to be a good person now because I should just be a good person. You know, like it's. It, it, if your if your religion is what motivates you to be a good person, that concerns me because that means you're not a good person, right? Means you're afraid of consequences. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and that's essentially what the like. If you ever watched a Good Place, that's essentially what that conversation is, right? If your entire dialogue of like what you do, like uh, uh, Jamil, Jalila, Jal, I can't say her name, Jamila Jamil's character on there, Tahani, Tahini. Yeah. What's her name? <laughs> yeah, that's it. I think it's Tahani. Tahani. Like, her, her, like, the first season, right, her entire motivation is about, like, 
basically pretending to be this good person so that she can get into heaven. She keeps doing all these good things even under the light of or in the shadow of her sister. You know, she she will eventually get into heaven. She, she'll get all these good points. But if that is your motivation as to why you do good things, it does not matter how many points you get. You'll never make it. At least in my opinion, if I were the evaluator. Because that means no matter what you do, your reasoning is tainted and flawed. You should be a good person to be a good person. You shouldn't be a good person to reap the benefits of it. Right? Like, that just means you're a bad person who's just trying to escape by. That's all that means. You know what happens when I feel like I'm a bad person? It keeps me up at night. I'm a good person because being a... Even if I'm slightly mean, if I talk to a cashier in the wrong way, I think about it for days. It makes me fucking feel bad. And maybe it's... <laughs> I was going to say, not the way that I was raised. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, other times where I feel like, oh, I'm being nice because I feel like I have to? Absolutely. But am I nice because I have an ulterior motive? No. The amount of incredibly sacrilegious things I said this episode proves I'm not nice because I'm afraid of what happens next. <laughs> I'm fully aware of what... We've had talks about, probably on this podcast about how, like, <laughs> we make jokes about suicide, which we th- which is supposedly a sin. Doesn't make sense. You're not hurting anybody. Oh, really? I don't know how to sin. I did not know that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. Like if, if anything, it, it might should be, be a pro. Harm is sinful. But like, if you kill yourself, you're going to God faster. Like, how is that a bad thing? <laughs> I didn't get struck by lightning. We are good. <laughs> oh my God. I just, it says, I just keep looking up because like this something crazy. All right. Yeah. But ultimately, you have to let people celebrate faith how they see fit and the conversation around faith should never be you're doing it wrong or this is what you need to do or I need to convert you like that's why like the idea of like going on missionary trips bothers me well for a couple of reasons it's typically pretty racist um because it's, it's it's modern day colonization yeah it's a bunch of white people be like oh look at me I'm helping these little negroes and it's like no Stop this, number one. Honestly, that's what most mission trips are. It's, it, oh, 100% is. And, like, it's a bunch of fucking 20-year-old, 21-year-olds. Hopefully, hopefully they're old. Usually they're, like, freshmen, sophomores. Like, oh, I went and, like, built this school. It's like, oh, wow. I've seen your hands. There's no way in hell you built that school well. <laughs> that's probably a horrible school. You know what happened after you left? They tore that down and built a better school. Or they used it for, like, a fucking bird pile. And also, like, I saw the pictures. They had fucking real houses. So you just built a shitty school next to their regular fucking houses. Like, those mission trips are money grabbers and keep those communities in poverty. If if they're in poverty, because some of them, are, like, are fine and they just, just, like, hate the fucking volunteer trips. But there are ways to make the leaders of that organization richer and keep that community, like... Pork, so like, oh, well, we're doing all this stuff for you, so you don't have to do these things. So we're going to get tax breaks from your government, so you don't have to, like, you know, get money into your community, because we're taking care of it. It's, it's, it's modern-day colonization. Like, mission trips are, and I have a firm stance, fight with me if you want, go joke in my DMs. Modern-day volunteer trips to, like, 
quote unquote developing nations for mission trips or these little like little I'm gonna build a school. It's modern day colonization. Mind your own fucking business. Stay in the U.S. They do not want you there. They don't give a fuck about you. Because what? Oh, you make a great relationship with a kid. He loved you so much. And then what did you do? You left afterwards. You're not helping that kid. You bring every black dad in America. I can't say anything about <laughs> that. So I'm. So I'm to gonna move on. <laughs> so oh, I'm gonna move on. I love it. But like, oh, but the kids there loved me. Oh, they loved you. Great, you left. Now they'll never see you again. Yeah. You know what happens every year? Fucking people like you come to their community, have great relationships, and then they leave. Great, you're giving this kid a great sense of abandonment that <laughs> no one's going to be there for them. Oh, you did so much work building the same fucking shitty building with 2 by 4s and plywood as everybody fucking other college kid that studies, like, communications and sociology. <laughs> right? Like, fucking... I'm getting heated because yes, it's it's kind of like what we talked about um, whether we talk about it later or in a previous podcast but like these privileged kids who think like oh I'm doing so much good for these people you're really fucking not and you're full of yourself and it's it's assimilationist culture they're like oh look how like I'm not racist I'm doing these things no, you're going with the belief that, like, oh, with a little help, these people can be like me. You're not saying these people are equal. You're saying if they work harder, they can be equal with me. Assimilationism is a fundamentally racist idea. Mm-hmm. Why, why right now are they not equal to you? Because they're poor? So are poor people not as good as you? No, no, that's what I mean. It's because they live there. It's like, oh, because... They're African, they're not as good as you. Like, I want you to explore. Um, as you know, Chorsi, my favorite thing to do is cause drama. <laughs> yes. So what I love to do is, as I am now, is if some people say things like this, I like to explore the thought process behind why people say some stuff like that. And um, ruin people's nights. Because <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like, why, why would you... It's, I get like, oh, I want to help these underserved communities, but you're not though. Donate money. Donate money to a real organization. If you're not a carpenter, why are you building a house? Yeah. You, you can, you barely passed algebra. (laughs) Why? I know you don't know geometry because you want to cheat off me and I don't know geometry. (laughs) So why are you trying to build a fucking school? You don't know how to do it. You probably don't even know what wood you're using, right? So it's like, you're not being helpful. You just wanted to go see elephants and have a cool, fun, low experience for $5,000 that your dad paid for. So shut up. You're not helping anybody. Yeah, it's also, it's very well possible that we are the ones who are living life wrong. Like, it is very well possible that for people who live in quote unquote developing nations, which is still a problematic term for me personally, um, it is that the way they live life is the way we all should be living life. The only reason we think we're right is because this is what we've become comfortable with, because this is what we've been told is how we should live life. It's a community of power. 
Yeah. But for them, I I was watching an episode of The Amazing Race where they went over to Africa and uh, this golf couple, they started crying because they were like, look at them, they have nothing. And it was like, you know, they, they pan on the little black kids with yellow eyes who are seemingly sad. And it was like, okay, actually what they're doing is sitting there and staring at a camera that they've probably never seen. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you filming me like this? Right? The, one of the challenges was they had to teach. They could. It was a detour. And they could either choose to learn this African language, like 10 words in this African language, or to teach an African kid 10 words in English. Right? And it, it struck me as so unique how... In their educational systems, they teach about learning other cultures, learning other languages as a natural part of their education system. For us, it's an additive. If you can afford it, learn another language. But if you can't, you don't really need it. Because again, it's that hierarchy of like, we believe we are the best. Why would I need to learn another language? It's not necessary. This is the best country to live in. We only ever speak American. There's no other reason for me to learn anything else. When you live here, you speak American. The fact that you're saying you speak American is so important, too. It's not that you speak English. You speak American. Oh, yeah. It's... Honestly, I... The biggest character development was me going from, like, son of a veteran... Of Republican, I'm like, yeah, I'm Republican. Like, these are like America's great. It's like me now of like going to college, well, taking like higher level history courses in high school, and was like, oh shit, this is what America's like, actually. And then going to college and like picking history class and like like I said like religion and like you know more like international viewed classes, and then being on social media, being connected, like, oh, this is how people perceive America. It's how we grow. I'm like, wow. Loki wish we lost the Revolutionary War to like <laughs> the fucking somebody else. Like, yo, this is an ass country. Like, and if you think about it, like, people like, oh, why is, why is America so like falls so far back on foreign language than Europe? What the fuck do you think? There's multiple languages in Europe, mm-hmm. and you have racist old Dale who wants like, oh, only speak English, bro. You can barely spell. Why would you tell people to only speak English if you can barely write in English? I am speaking English, bro. You're illiterate. You just don't know what I'm saying. You know, like, that's a good point. Do they, like, you know how, like, we, you know, we have, like, degrees that are based in just, like, you can get a degree in English. Is that a thing overseas? Yeah. But, like, in their schools, like, in their primary and secondary education, secondary being, like, high school education they they have a better guess of foreign studies you know why they know french in england because french is right fucking there you know they know spanish in france because spain is right fucking there think americans give a fuck about mexico no americans are racist that's why they don't know spanish i mean yeah i we struggle to learn and even understand our quote own language people fail english and they speak it in america they probably do in the UK too. But it probably happens more in America. Like, you speak it, bro. How are you messing this up? Granted, oh, I will say, I will say, so before somebody gets on my case, um, 
English tests take more they go for like proper English which I understand why they do they don't take into account like you know vernacular and regional dialects and um, so like the biggest one being like African American vernacular English right mm-hmm. certain like um, expressions and pacings and stuff like that that exist in certain communities that don't exist in proper English proper English being the ruling class white Anglo-Saxon English, right? So I understand why some people will fail English. So I have to tell my kids, I'm like, when you talk to me, you can talk to me however you want, but when you write it down, you have to write it the way people are going to create it for. Like, I'm, I'm never going to change the way my students speak, but for the sake of grading and the way I know America takes tests, you're going to write it correctly, but I don't care how you talk. That's kind of tell my kids. Like, if you can, perf- like, if we're doing a speech class, you have to say it, quote-unquote, correctly. I don't think there's any way to speak correctly because it's like a Baltimore accent versus a Boston accent or a Oregon accent or a Colorado accent. Like, all these accents compare. They're going to have different grammar orders and stressors on different parts of the sentence, but it's all the same language. But, I mean, as you know, as we talked about issues with schooling, Right, it's gonna have some issues, but I still find it interesting though, because I now that I think about it, I've never heard like in those incidents where we've had different dialects but still be within like American dialects, like someone be like, I don't understand your Boston accent, or like I don't understand your like Valley Girl type of accent, right? It's always been like you're from Mexico, your accent's too thick. You know, so like really, it isn't necessarily about accents or dialects. It's just not willing to put in the work for the international languages of like. It's racism. Basically, yeah. And I don't know if people even realize that. Like they don't ever discredit that they hear someone with like a southern accent. You never like, you never hear someone say like, oh, I can't understand you. The only times I've seen it. And no, the only time, one time, period, is um, so my grandma's Filipino. She married um, American GI who's from Boston. So she moved to Massachusetts. So her English, when she speaks English, it's a Boston Filipino accent. Her sister married a GI from Missouri. So she has a Missouri like country Filipino accent. There's been times where I've heard them talk and because their accents are so widely different and because English was a second language, they couldn't understand each other. So they speak a Tagalog. So they're speaking like Filipino. So because she had a Boston Filipino accent versus a Missouri Filipino accent, they had to speak in Filipino around us because they had to like, it's like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> And you're a bad English. Like, no, you have bad English. No, you do. And then they go into Tagalog. And I've only heard like a couple times where they have to break into that. Because where because where they studied English was different. That's a totally different thing than what you were saying, right? Like, because if you and I were to go to like fucking deep south somewhere, we'd probably have to get by. I'd be like, oh, no. All right. I get it. I get what you're saying. But I may not if, eat whatever thing you just ordered for me because I don't know what a... Uh, oh, a chitlin? <laughs> but versus if that same person 
Yeah, if that same person was stuck, I, I don't want to be like... I try not to like... Put stereotypes on people from the country because it like discredits... Anytime you like generalize a population... Because there are liberals in like mountainous Kentucky or mountainous Tennessee or whatever. Even though we all caricature them as like crazy rednecks, which a lot of them are, let's be real. But there are like people that seek to understand as well, as there is anyway. But like, have a racist person in Boston could be talking to somebody who's, you know, Portuguese in Boston, also talking in a Boston Portuguese accent, like, oh, like, I don't know what you're saying. It's like, no, you're just not trying to. You just see that they're a little darker skin than you, and you're not trying to understand. You're trying to make them feel bad. That's... It's weird. I feel it's directly rooted in... white Christianity. And there's there's a distinct difference between white Christianity and any other ethnicity of Christianity. Because... So from what I've studied in like, read and, like, heard, like, a lot of, like, other, so Christianity practiced in non-white groups, it's more about, like, liberation and empathy, versus white Christianity is, like, talks about empathy, but also leads into more of your, like, oppressive things. Mm -hmm. The white Christians are more likely to support your hardline conservatives and your Trumps and stuff like that. So it's interesting. We didn't really rank the religion so much as me ranting about Western culture and Christianity, but I think it was... Yeah. Religion be bad. If you practice it bad, it's going to be bad. Blindly following religion is bad. That's how we get Nazis. I am equating Christianity to Nazis. If you blindly follow without proof or sufficient evidence and following a good morals, you will become a Nazi. I think if you start to use your religion for... If you start to use your religion for hate... And fear You're going to go darn it back... You're going to go darn a back... A bad path. And that primarily happens in Western culture. Yeah. So, just be good people because we should all strive to be good people. Don't be a good person because you'll think you'll end up in paradise. That seems counterintuitive. If your god or gods lead you to be, like, help you be a good person and you try to lead with being a good person, that's great. But if the only reason you lead, if the only reason you listen to your god or gods is you don't get punished, it means you're afraid of consequences, not that you're a good person. There's a distinct difference. Yeah. And, and I'm not trying to like attack Christians, but most of the times where I see that is with Christianity. Like, Definitely. you're only good because you're afraid of God. And sometimes you're not even good. You're not even good at pretending to be good sometimes. Like, like oh, I go to church on Sunday. I can say like, whatever I want. I'm like, bitch, I'll punch you in the mouth. Like, and you can go see God and see what he thinks. I'll make your, I'll make your head bounce off the sidewalk. Get out of my face, Brenda. Because also, like, no Christians should, should support war. 
None of us should. None. I. There's no way you could tell me any god would support you killing another human being. In the name of them. Like. What? Oh, and even, I'm not gonna. I'm it, not gonna prove to you that I'm real. But I want you to kill this person that you can't make believe that I'm real. What? That seems healthy. Honestly, a lot of y'all got a lot of fucking questions to answer if it y'all, ends up being real. Y'all you're got a god has to go to therapy. <laughs> Jesus goes to therapy. If God is real, how'd the Holocaust happen? Truly. You're not, you're not going to intervene during that, my guy? What were you waiting on? Well, how do you explain, you know, Mother Earth and natural disasters? It's kind of punishing us. For what? Because you're racist, Stacy. I'm pro attacking white people. I don't never. It's I'm white. I'm allowed to attack white people. So anyone's listening to this, I'm like Dakota, get a layoff. I'm like, no. No. I feel the most annoying. You think so? Chorsi, I am mostly around white people. I know white people are the most annoying. Bro, I've always been around white people, and do you agree with me? I have feelings. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's a yeah. I have feelings. I think we're gonna wrap this up here. On that note, that white we're people not discredit. We're not discrediting religion, but please, please, please. Just honestly don't, critique and evaluate. Don't like use your religion for hate. Otherwise, you're probably not going to heaven or what you you think heaven is. Also, what if heaven is just like a two bedroom apartment? Bro, I'll kill myself and go to hell right now. <laughs> like, what if heaven? Wait, two bedroom apartments? Th- Wait, am I by myself in a two bedroom apartment? Yeah, I guess essentially my living situation. Bro, that's better than where I live in now, dude. <laughs> like, what if that's heaven? What if heaven is just like, I'm going to give you a little, like, a little plot of land with this cute little apartment. Okay, maybe it might be a house. It might be a standalone house, right? But, like, two bed, two bath, right? Fully furnished. But, like, not top of the line, like, type of appliances and furniture. But also, you're not just getting your shit at Walmart. Like, it's a, it's a step above Target. Chores. I got low-key sad when you started saying that because I was like, you know how much I would give to live there right now in a place like that? And then when you said house, I was like, house? No. I don't got to listen to you through the walls. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yo, I would, I would stop drinking tonight. If I was like, hey, if you die, you get a two-bedroom house, I'm like, bet, I'm going to stop drinking, repent, and then kill myself, and let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm free! I'm free! (laughs) All right, y'all. We're going to wrap this up. I heard what you said in your podcast. I'm like, it ain't posted yet, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode of, oh, I keep... Wanted to say, why won't you date me? <laughs> we had Nicole Byer as our first guest. Uh, why won't you date me? Of uh, Keep It 100 with Dakota and Chorsey. If you like what you heard, uh, 
Oh my god, my suck our dicks. What? <laughs> if you like what you heard, uh, like, subscribe. Um, yes. If you're willing, subscribe to our Patreon. We love it. Help us get more equipment, ideas for our next episodes. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we are hopefully planning. I don't know if I told you this. I, I might be releasing a detail you don't know. We are planning on hopefully doing a live episode recording with some like live audience members and feedback questions type of deals sometime over the summer, possibly. I have not talked to you about this. Okay. <laughs> I knew it was in consideration. I didn't know it was as soon as this summer. Uh, let's go. Well, well, Yo, it's April. Summer <laughs> is soon. I mean, Summer's all the way through August in my head, so like... Summer starts in June, my guy. Yeah. And, and some people may. To me, summer starts in May. June, July, and August. No, you get three months, right? So, uh, what, cold... What is it called? Winter is December. <laughs> cold? What is it called? <laughs> it's, uh, I think... Wait, wait. December? Be, no, no. November, December, December January. January. Nope, nope. Yes. December. How you gonna tell me my definition, my dude? <laughs> I don't give a fuck what your de- definition. This, <laughs> the winter solstice is like December 21st, some shit. Like your fuck. It's, de- it's December, January, February. No. Spring is March, April, May. Summer is June, July, August because the summer solstice is June 21st. Yes, so, December, so winter solstice will be December 21st. And then fall is September, October, November. That's harvest season. Yeah, but no, because it snows in November. Winter definitely has to be in November. Bitch, it snows in March, too. <laughs> it snows in April. It doesn't matter. Anyway. It doesn't matter. It's... I'm right. I remember... Says who? A my, kindergarten, my kindergarten teacher had color-coded months. I know what it is. It's not even accurate. The spring equinox is in accurate. March. It's not March 1st, so it can't be accurate. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Yes, it does, because that means there's two seasons in the same month. So you're color-coded. What? Make what? Sense. What are you talking about? Because if the, if the equinox happens in the middle of the month, that means you're saying that the start, the end of one season and the beginning of another happens in the middle of that calendar month. Bro, the which modern Which means there months, are two seasons in that month. The modern months are Roman. It's arbitrary. It doesn't count. It's made up by Western culture, which is fundamentally wrong. Yes. All right. That's what I'm saying. Your education is fundamentally wrong. Your education is wrong. <laughs> it's Western education. There's going to be mad issues. <laughs> the, the DEC. The what? Prefix December. The prefix of December, the DEC, okay. means 10. Yeah. There's 12 months. How's the 12th month mean 10? You want to know why? Because Julius Caesar and Augustus, who gives a shit, added their fucking names to the calendar. So we got that bullshit. Oct, 8. Sept, 7. Nove, 9. December, des, 10. I said December. Des. <laughs> Could you imagine if we had to go from June to September? Like, January, February, well, March, April, it- May, June, September. I think it only starts from 7, 8, 9, and 10. I don't think the months before that have oh, no. a uh, mathematical prefix. But if anything, this 7, 8, 9, and 10 
it's supposed to be seven, eight, nine, ten, because you know, septagon or octagon. But also, how that fit with the seasons then? Because that means the seasons would not line up with anything. Because that means they would always rotate. Sure. See, I don't know how to tell you this, but um, the patterns of the Earth happened before we made a calendar. <laughs> but I'm saying is the patterns, like either there is a season that should not exist. What season? I don't know. <laughs> if you're going to eliminate two months off of the calendar, that means like there should be a season, probably fall, because all fall really is is a transition from summer into winter. What is spring then? What's this? What spring mean? Okay, but spring produces rain, which I feel like is more important in the e- D- in the world. Does does it Earth. only rain? Does it only rain during spring, Tracy? <laughs> I feel like spring is more important than fall. All fall produces is wind. Spring Just, is about birth of new life. Of have planets. you never felt wind in spring? <laughs> and has it never rained in the fall? Is that what you're telling me? Because I know for a fact that's not true. I've been with you in the fall when it rained. And I've been with you in the spring when it Winded, one, wham. <laughs> if April shower brings May flowers, right? So that means the the birth of plants, right, is spring. We'll say that, right? Birth of plants, right? The crying from the gods, the rain down from All right. the heavens. I'll raise you this. So you say spring is March, April, May, right? Is that what I said? Yeah. I thought it was February, April, Mar- February, March, well, April. Well, you're wrong. What about South America where it's flipped? What's your logic for that? Oh, they don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. Good point. Good point. Good point. No, no, no they don't matter. This ain't about the again. Top egocentric America. Yes. Wow, global north versus global south. Here first, first, touristy. It's the north Yikes. versus the south. It's the tops versus the bottoms, and the tops always win. Facts. Alrighty, y'all. Hopefully y'all enjoyed this episode. Please keep listening. Find us on social media. Subscribe. Send us episode ideas of what you want. Otherwise, we're just going to keep producing random ass shit and whatever we decide to talk about in that moment. Um, And if you're interested, Patreon. A dollar a month. Truly, it it can go a long way to help us. A dollar a month gets our dick sucked. And we, uh, so, bro, it's been two years. I shouldn't have said that. It's been... Oh, no. Oh, baby, no. I mean, it's been mostly by choice. So, like, I'm not too upset Okay, about that's good. So, um, but a dollar a month can really go a long way for us. I know it may seem like a small thing to set up, but I for us, it helps tremendously to help keep the upkeep of the podcast. So, um, and obviously, if you want to do more, you're more than welcome to, but... You can literally do it for a dollar a month. So you can give up a small fry from McDonald's once a month for us. We'd greatly appreciate it. Actually, can't even say it anymore. I think a small fry is like $1.29 now. Bullshit. Capitalism. I hate it. Capitalism. All right, y'all. Peace. We love you. Cue music.